0: Stay
1: mama pod real ass mom sharing real ass experiences the things people don't tell you
2: hey mama hey hey
1: mama what's up friend how are you i'm doing well on this rainy saturday <laughs> The weather is not the best, but we're going to make the best out of today.
2: Yes, and we're recording on a Saturday, so yes, we are live. We are in the studio, y'all. Our episode <laughs> yeah. got sponsored. Yes. yes! Yes! So if you are looking for an Airbnb, a quick uh, getaway, a solocation, mm-hmm. if you want to work from home but not work from home, Peer space, those type of things. This is the place for you.
1: Need a spot for content creation, such as ourselves.
2: You see this beautiful wall?
1: Yes, so many cute pieces. Like there are some real staple pieces, and y'all see it on our
2: stories. We'll advertise a little bit, and you get to see the space. But it's perfect. It's so cute and quaint.
1: Absolutely, very homey. Yeah, so we are at the Cedar Mist Cottage
2: in Atlanta. Yes, and uh, thank you to our wonderful sponsors for sponsoring this episode and giving us a space to record in live. Yes,
1: shout out. Yes, to our sponsor.
2: Yes. Anyways, she knows we love her. Well, we have a special guest today. Yes, uh, yes. As yes. you guys can see, right? If you're <laughs> if you're if you're watching on YouTube because you know, we are starting to put our videos out on YouTube now. You know, the real Mama Pod is growing. Y'all said y'all want to see us. Here so we here we are. Jeez. Here we are. Yeah. So and if you are listening, that's fine too. I don't really look at visual podcast i'm more of a listener because i listen at work um in the car yeah on the car so mm-hmm. i don't really get a chance to uh watch the videos but if you're watching us hey y'all hey hey mama hey, hey. <laughs> anyway well <laughs> our special guest today is christina williams and she is a single mama of one um She holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, She's another one of my sorority sisters who I had the pleasure of bringing in or pledging. Um, So she's like my baby, like, the, her line, um, are, they're all my babies, right? So, yes, I've just... I mean, she's a little older than me, but she's still my baby. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we have her, and we're just going to dig deep into this single mama life that she lives. She wears her badge of honor very well. Mm-hmm. Um, her baby, Avery, I can't believe she's going into first grade. Like, oh. we literally almost watched her be born. Like she had her and the yeah. next day we were at her house. So it's just crazy to see. First grade. Right. First grade. Avery's a first <laughs> grader. Um, So really talk about what it is to be a single mom, what that looks like. I mean, mm-hmm. because she's been doing this by herself since day one, y'all and doing it well, doing it well. Um, so, and I know we have a, a lot of listeners who are single moms and we want this to be special for y'all because In in my heart, y'all hold a near and dear space (laughs) there because, I mean, when Jerry goes away for, I was alone up to like six months one time, like, Mm -hmm. yo, i be about to lose it. So I can't imagine doing that all the time. So when I say I have so much respect for single Mm -hmm. moms, like, I mean, I can't even put that into words, like what I feel and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. feel about it. So oh. <laughs> I know that was a long <laughs> intro, and I kind of dragged that out a yes, little bit. But please fine. welcome Christina to the Real Mama welcome, Pod. Welcome, Christina. Hey, Mama. Hey. Hey, hey.
0: So what's going on? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling great today because I'm kid-free for the rest of the night. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell
1: us about your
0: journey to mamahood. Yes. Um. Well. Being fully transparent, Mm -hmm. it was a complete nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which y'all already know. But um, I was involved with someone Mm -hmm. that I didn't really date very long before I got pregnant. Right. Um, I trusted the things that were told to me Mm -hmm. initially. Mm -hmm. I bought the dream that was sold. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I was pregnant and Mm -hmm. announced it, he was very, very clear about his desire for abortion to be the option that I chose. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. And um, even went as far to, like, pressure me to do it mm-hmm. until I decided to separate myself from the situation. Right. Yeah. To protect myself and be able to make a decision on my own and, and really um, do what I felt was best for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I realized that I was probably going to be doing it alone if I was going to have a baby. So, um, after a while, I, I spent some time praying and talking to my mother Mm -hmm. and, and just figuring out what was going to be the best path. And because of where I was in life, I was in my career, I was supporting myself pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. I was in transition figuring out where, what school I was going to be teaching at because at the time I was a teacher, but, um. I decided that I was going to keep my baby, mm-hmm. and I had to really, like, swallow the pill of single motherhood from yeah.
1: day one. Wow. Yeah. You did, like we said. You did well then, and you're doing well now.
0: Thank yeah. you. Yes, very proud. Um Throughout my pregnancy, it was tough because, mm-hmm. obviously, I was sad. I was depressed. I was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I was spending a lot of time venting to a close friend, mm-hmm. and struggling through the experiences I was having Mm -hmm. and she told me that you know obviously she was gonna have my back and keep supporting me but Mm -hmm. she couldn't do it by herself so she told me that we couldn't be friends anymore unless I was gonna get into therapy okay and that was really what saved me Mm -hmm. um from all the bad things that were going on in my brain and the ways that I was feeling and just the hormones of being pregnant Mm -hmm. within themselves so um she f- she <laughs> basically stopped talking to me for like two straight weeks until I made an appointment and that's when the therapist that I had been seeing over time she um she introduced me to the I- idea of being emotionally abused as mm-hmm. opposed to being physically abused and mm-hmm. she yeah. she made me like make a list of comparisons of like this is what right. clinically the description of emotional abuse is how many of these experiences can you relate to and that's when i um decided for myself that you know this was this was not the life that i was going to continue to live and it wasn't what i was going to bring my child into so mm-hmm. wow. i separated myself 100% completely from my child's father and um Embarked on the journey by myself. Yeah, yeah. And then um, after Avery was born, it was like, I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody that came around to help, it was like y'all had a meeting of like, <laughs> this is what she needs. This is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Boom, let's go. Mm-hmm. Because I felt yeah. like every weekend when y'all weren't at work, I was still on maternity leave. But every weekend it was like someone new popping up to come and support me, spend yeah. time with me, or even just take you know, take Avery so that I could go to the grocery store because right. I wanted to get out of the house and be by yeah. myself and, you know, be able to be with my thoughts without all the pressure of the crying baby or whatever. Right. So yeah, that is something I've always been very grateful for Aww. Aww. for y'all and, you know, <laughs> everyone else who was involved and who helped coordinate whatever it was. I don't know what y'all did, but it was exactly what
1: I
2: needed. <laughs> That's what community is yes. for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I didn't even realize we were forming a community at that time. You just never know. We just saw a friend who yep. needed help and we just showed up. Yep. I didn't know nothing about being a mo- I mean, I hope my mom raised my sisters, but it was different when it's like Yeah. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing for real. But we know we're supposed to show up. Show up and help and just Whatever tell us what that you looks need. Like, yeah. No judgment. Just if you wanna cry, cry. If you wanna go lay down, take a nap. We got yeah. the baby, we'll figure it out. And wow that's that was... literally what happened like. <laughs> I didn't even realize we were doing that in that moment until like just now full circle that's crazy community yes. dang y'all killed it <laughs> <laughs> you killing it well, thank you, <laughs> you I'm so like being a single mom right and of course Avery is a little older than what some of our listeners may be in this moment right um but still you had to have like a routine right? Mm-hmm. You had to, like, put things in place so you can feel somewhat normal and not alone and things like that. So what would you say, like, a routine is for you and, you know, to keep you going and all of that, Jazz?
0: Um, Initially, I didn't have a routine at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just was doing what I had to do, waking up every day, mm-hmm. knowing that I had to have childcare set up right. so that I could go to work. And then, get home and get some sleep so I could do it all over okay. the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the routine, well, it's it's been a little different because it's summer. Um, mm-hmm. This is – I've been working as a teacher for seven years, so right. – um, now that I'm on summer break, you know, Avery and I have been chilling. Right. We've been going to museums and seeing mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. and, you know, traveling out of town to visit family. Yeah. Um, School is about to start for her again. Right. And this will be my first year that I'm not going back as a full-time teacher. So I'm looking forward to her being able to go to school and me being able to figure out what exactly what my next move professionally is going to be.
2: Okay. I love yes. that.
1: I love that, and we, you know, we support the moves mm-hmm. and whatever professionally makes you happy and feel full. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's something I've been hesitating on for about five years, yeah. like mm-hmm. quitting and then going back, you know, over and over. But I realized that like when I'm miserable with mm-hmm. what I have to do every single day, mm-hmm. then I don't function great as a mom. Right. Yeah. So I, absolutely, I um, I'm looking for opportunities to yeah. kind of create. A professional space where i can do what i love not be you know ball and chain to to a classroom right. or even somebody's office like remote work is the goal at this point yeah and um you're into writing right yeah definitely. yeah you had a
2: whole blog i remember that mm-hmm. when avery was first born and you mm-hmm. wrote a blog and yeah you're writing really is, good at writing yeah yes. writing is
0: the path if if i can write for a company Eight hours a day, or however many hours they need, mm-hmm. and that's
2: what I'm gonna try to do. Okay, that's awesome. we're Let's claim that manifest we're gonna put that it. in the universe. We are always we, we do that all it. the time in the real mama pod, so yeah. just say it and let's do it. Let's put it to action. We'll hold you accountable. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll be checking in. <laughs> so, what do you love most about being a mama?
0: I love that I'm watching her. Like, literally grow into a person, an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, Yeah, I mean, y'all know Avery is yeah. a performer, a <laughs> singer, a gymnast. She has such a bubbly personality. I raised her to speak her mind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, from very, the very beginning when she was developing her language skills, I didn't baby talk her. We talked to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. I taught her how to really, like, speak. Clearly about what her needs and wants were. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it made it easy for me to figure things out too. Right. But now, as as a six year old, it's like, oh, I've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little you, yeah, uh, baby. I you. mean, you know, let my mom tell it. She is exactly <laughs> I feel I feel like, like I everybody. Was. Mama say, you yeah, just watch yourself, it. right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, but I I enjoy. Um, just watching the ways that she grows and she explores. I I like seeing the mistakes that she makes and, mm-hmm. you know, watching like, hmm, how's she going to handle this situation? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, what I take pride in most is that, for the most part, it it came together because of what I'm doing to teach right. her how mm-hmm. to be a human by herself.
2: Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. So we talked about some of the joys of motherhood and what you love most, but what are some challenges that you face, especially as a single mom?
0: Um, I'm learning to now finally make space for myself Mm. and create boundaries um, with the people around me so that I don't overextend myself. Right. Mm. That's Mm. a
1: word for all mamas, despite... Single mama, married mama, right. <laughs> co-parenting mama, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's that's a word for any mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, some of my experiences have been, like, I I appreciate so much what people do for me. So I always am thinking about how I can reciprocate mm-hmm. or just show gratitude. So if someone does reach out to me and want something, my natural response is like, okay, I got to figure out how to make this work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but more recently, I've gotten to the point of I need to really look at the space that i have to offer someone else right. and if i don't have the space i have to be brave enough to say no yeah yeah and um i've learned that lesson just from watching how others say no to me right when i do ask which which really is not that frequent but if someone says no to me um i understand now that it's because they don't have the bandwidth yeah. to extend. yeah an yeah and instead of taking it personally i take it as like a tip, like, oh, I need to know how oh, to right. say no as well. Yeah, yeah, because it's
2: hard. It's hard saying no.
1: It is. Yeah, especially if you feel like this person really needs the the support. Yeah, it's hard to say no. Yeah, yeah. that's a skill. It's a skill. Learning how to say no. It's
0: it's scary for me because I don't like telling people no. I like yeah. I I have I have a reputation, you know, among some of my social circles. Yeah. That I'm, Being dependable, so saying no is like it's a Leo trait. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we are loyal to our core. Yeah, here go these Leos again, (laughs) y'all. We love us. Y'all cool. Y'all cool.
2: So yeah, I think it's definitely, definitely a Leo trait to just be loyal to the core. It doesn't even matter if like somebody's not loyal to you. It's like you have something to prove sometimes. Mm. But motherhood has definitely changed that for me. Um, and now I'm like, hell no, <laughs> it's not do just it. a no, it's just a hell no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I do like that aspect of, I, I actually have the balls now to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. I can't do it. And you take it how you take it. Like, yeah. And I can, let's try to find a way to, to get the support you need. Right. Like I'm yep. saying no. And yeah, I'll still offer like, you resources. Yeah. Yep. No, but did you try this? Yes. No, but.
0: I know somebody right. who can. Yeah. Yes. Let me put you in contact with exactly. this person. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And
0: another thing that I've really been forcing myself to accept and and embody is like not taking things personally mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when people have their when when people display their own shortcomings right. whether it's in my co-parenting mm-hmm. challenges or even with just friends that um that are growing and developing in their own individuality um mm-hmm. if i encounter something that i don't like i i don't i ha- i had to teach myself like it's not about you yeah. it does it's not a reflection of who you are as a person or where you fit in this person's life mo- most of the time right so mm-hmm. um just just being able to take a step back and create a boundary for myself mm-hmm. to um not Impose my feelings on another person. Right. Just yeah. because I'm taking things a certain way. Right. Yeah. So what are some challenges that you face? And, and how do you decompress? Um, my biggest challenge right now in parenting is co-parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, my child's father is somebody that I did not date long enough and mm-hmm. get to know right. well enough mm-hmm. to be having a baby with. But, right. you know, it <laughs> happened and it is what it is. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I recently decided that really setting a boundary of this is what respect looks like, and if you can't live in that space, then you can't communicate with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I, I um, in, instead of engaging in the arguments and the disagreements or, you know, the battles of control, I just state what I'm available for, what I can or can't do. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, then okay. Right. Maybe next time.
1: Yeah. So how do you decompress? Like, how do you just step away from whatever the challenges are, or the, these long days that you may have? Like, what does
0: releasing Christina look like? Um, it's been a long journey because for most of my life, I functioned in a space of, like, bottling things up mm-hmm. and then blowing up. Mm-hmm. At the most inopportune time, of course. So um, the ways that I've really pushed myself is by, of course, praying to keep myself sane or mm-hmm. to keep myself um, balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started to try different things that I never really considered before, like practicing yoga, mm-hmm. Um researching different spiritual aspects of like how to balance your energy um becoming aware of like the chakras and what it means within your life and how it helps how it how it makes you perform on a day-to-day basis and what you can do to balance them um I was in therapy but um now that I'm in a professional transition I'm pursuing it on my own Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. ironically it's a lot of me just Googling things mm-hmm. based off of the previous diagnoses that I had right. and, and mm-hmm. under, really deep diving in, into what they mean and how mm-hmm. they affect me so that I can understand the way that I'm pre- presenting myself to the world. And then right. also – um Studying those things help me to understand other people as well because, I mean, we're all on a journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm noticing that someone is acting a certain way instead of me, of course, making it about me or feeling, mm-hmm. you know, taking things personal, I um, am able to understand others better right. by continuing to, you know, seek out that information and be informed about the, this happens because of that. Right. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't like to exercise, so that's not really something I do too much. Like yoga is the extent of right, that's any exercise. exercise. Yoga is hard; yes, it really is. Yeah, it's I'm, a lot on your
1: body. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm, I'm definitely at the beginner stages. It's okay; it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um And then also, I just am very particular about the type of content because social media is so important in our lives mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm careful about the type of content either online or even in person with other people that I allow to come in and impact me. I'm in this space of like radical positivity where I'm Mm -hmm. speaking, um, positive affirmations over my life, Mm -hmm. or instead of allowing myself to go down the road of negative thought process of how, you know, thinking of a million ways of how Mm -hmm. things can go wrong. I'm, gonna stop myself and think of a million ways things can go right right yeah and then i love that and Radical then sur- positivity yeah and then um surrounding myself with people who are aligned with on the same path yeah in their yeah. own lives
2: i love that i recently
0: prayed and asked god to like connect me with people who connect me with people who could relate to what i was going to mm-hmm. or even extend compassion and mm-hmm. i've been making a lot of new friends who are either single mothers Mm -hmm. going through their own experiences or Mm -hmm. they're just younger women who um, are dating Mm -hmm. and trying to figure it out. Right.
2: Extending compassion. I love that. You were dropping some gems, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Woo. I'm on that path. You are. (laughs) Journey. So with being a single mom, right, um, village, I would assume, is very important, right? Mm -hmm. So do people just show up for you, or do you feel like you have to ask for help a lot? Because I'm the type of person, like, I hate asking for help. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it just grinds my gears. Like, I just want you to look and see that I need help and say, how can I help? Because I'm that type of person, right? So yeah. I, I, I don't expect people to do that, but I want people to do that. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I, I can be a prideful person um so what does your village look like how are they supporting you do you have a village like what does Um, that look like
0: I I feel like my village is in transition like initially like I mentioned before like I mentioned before um a lot of the people that helped me were people from school or Mm -hmm. from Delta um who just you know either talked to each other or saw me and knew that I needed help and showed up Mm -hmm. I think that Because of my own inner shame Mm -hmm. and embarrassment of like the experience as a whole, I kind of closed myself off. Mm -hmm. So people don't really show up for me so much anymore. But I think that um, me learning to just accept that things are the way that they are or not feel so embarrassed about the decisions I made or or anything like that is allowing me to open back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Process, it's a journey, like you just said. Yeah, and
1: whatever that journey looks like is what it looks like.
2: And you know what I admire most about what you just said? You didn't like place blame or try to be a victim, right? You said, Mm -hmm. I did this, this is the consequence, but now I'm trying to do this to fix that. And you don't really see that in people these days. Everybody's (laughs) like, Nobody showed up to me, and they knew I was going through this, but they still didn't show up. Not what I did in that moment to shut them out. Right. And a lot of times, as women, we do that, whether we are with child, without children, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like we expect people to read our minds. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you took accountability in that moment says a lot about you and your character. And I know you said you felt some shame, but it's nothing to be ashamed of because you have a beautiful baby girl. And I'm a firm believer that God does everything for a reason, whether it hurts us. And if we don't understand it, if we can't make sense of it. But you have a shining star. (laughs) Okay, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a stand for Avery. I'm saying that because I know that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And God put her in your life for a reason, made you her mother for a reason. And that Mm -hmm. is Nothing. To be ashamed about. I don't care how she got here. I don't care if her father. Is who he is. Who, yeah. Because I'm I'm not going to bash him, you know. But, um, you know, she's here for a reason. And you're her mother for a reason. And you went through this whole journey for a reason. Yeah. And it's all going to make sense one day. So, I mean, craft, you need to, and you know, we're always going to be that shoulder that I, I know I'm distant now because I moved and all that stuff, but we keep in contact. You give me updates and all that. I see how she is just this beautiful girl on social media. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I know her more Atlanta. than she know me, you
1: know, <laughs> I'm back local again. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> like we both moved away. Yeah. So.
2: And we moved away in a very critical time for you, but just allowing to see that, quick moment of things was just beautiful and just seeing the mother that you are today like you are doing your damn thing and that baby does not want for anything and she doesn't no. know any different no. and that's what's most important yeah that's what's most important so come on reverend yes you know i'm gonna get off my soapbox <laughs> for a second you know but i did want to highlight that i know a lot of times and i struggle with this mom guilt right mm-hmm. and it's just like why is that? Like, it should be no mom guilt. You're doing the best that you can. Yeah. And probably better than what you had. You know what I mean? Because we yeah. only get better with time, right? Absolutely. And education and knowledge and all this stuff. So, like, and experience, trial and error. Yes. So be proud of the mother that you are, the child that you have. You're doing an amazing job, and it's nothing to be ashamed about. And
1: mamahood is a journey. It is it's a journey. Not for like, sure. Oh, I've Seriously. accomplished this in mamahood. I'm done. Every day is a, a new day. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I find myself extending that compassion for other people because I can see what they're going through, but I right. never turn it
1: on to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Extend that p- compassion and grace for yourself. Yeah. We have to, I know I got to extend a whole lot of compassion and grace for myself mm-hmm. because there are days where. I, it's like, I don't. Mm, is this life for me?
2: Right. <laughs> like, am I doing this right? Make the right choice. Right. Like, Did
1: God choose the right mom? Right. You know, because it, it, there are some dark days. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then dark there days are. are always talked about, like, especially on social media. Like, it's like, oh, I love motherhood. I love my children every single day. And they're the best. And they're doing this and they're doing that. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And it's just like, Lies. that's not the reality of it. And so you go into this thinking it's supposed to be one way and it's really the total opposite. Yep. And that's why
1: we have this platform. Yes, is to really talk about real stuff. Mm-hmm. The
2: unknowns. The, the unknowns. shit people did
1: not talk about.
2: Right. So, Seriously. And we're talking about it. we highlighting it. And thank yes. you for being vulnerable with us because that of was course. a very vulnerable moment. And yes. I appreciate you for that because that's going to help somebody because you're not the only person who feels like that. Yeah. You know? Whether you're a single mom or not. Not. Right, you could still be in a whole marriage and a whole relationship and still feel alone.
0: Yeah, I have friends who, you know, initially I admired that they did it the right way, Mm -hmm. and then listening to their day to day lives, right. in the right way, yeah. in quotes, just yes. right, for the folks who right, here. but those are not the right way, right. You got married first, they, yeah, you know, there is no right way, there is way. no
1: exactly, there is no it's God's right way. way, right, and God
2: already know the plan before we even, you know, so it's just like, all right, <laughs> <Look>. Reverend, the truck again. He already knew the plan before we yeah. even did it. So it's no right way. It's God's way. Exactly. And our job as parents is just to be the gatekeeper and protect those children and try to give them the best lives that we can give them. Yeah. That's all we can do. They're going to be what they want to be. They're going to do what they want to do. And that's that. Yeah. That is that. That's not a reflection of life. You. Is yes. life. Yeah, However, life is going life. Yeah. Life is going life because it's lifing. that's another bar right hey i told you i got bar we about to come out with a whole soundtrack we said no mixtape you're right no no No.
1: so dating as a single mama what does that look like for you
0: um so far it hasn't really been fun but it's been a learning experience Mm -hmm. it's another one of those things that i had to really Step back and look at the situation for what it was. Um, I felt like I was attracting the trash of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and dating, so this is what the dating scene in Atlanta looks like. Um, <laughs> oh, I I, I'm not gonna say, say that that's trash. what trash. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say that mm-hmm. what I feel like my experience has been mm-hmm. is that I attract what I am in the space of. When I got pregnant in 2015, Mm -hmm. um, I was functioning with low self-esteem, self-doubt. I attracted someone who reflected all of those things to me, not Mm -hmm. only within himself, but also to me and about me. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the years, I have had unfortunate experiences of guys with commitment issues or, Mm -hmm. you know, shutting out their capacity for emotional expression or... um, just acknowledging the fact that emotions exist because we are human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with those type of experience, I realized that they were showing me what I am. Mm -hmm. I did not make space for my emotions. What you were. What
2: you were. What you were. True.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, What I was, because at the time I was not making space for my emotions. Mm -hmm. I did not acknowledge them. I did not. Accept them or process them in a healthy way, mm-hmm. so I was attracting people who were going through the same journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, you know, just I, I felt like why date when dudes ain't sh- gonna show up for me mm-hmm. when I need them anyway. Mm-hmm. I realized it's because I don't, sh- I didn't show up for myself, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really fight for myself the way that I deserve. Mm-hmm. So, again a space of accountability where, you know, I can't blame them for being what they are because <laughs> that's what I was. Right. So yeah. right now I'm not dating um, because I'm focused on me. Mm. Yeah, And it's not that I don't want to or that, you know, I'm this independent woman who don't need a man. I'm definitely not in that space and I don't <laughs> want to be there and I'm not going to ever be there because right. I do want partnership and compassion – I mean companionship mm-hmm. and, and someone who will be – the proper father figure for Avery, someone who will grow a family with me, whether they bring their own kids to Mm -hmm. join mine or, Mm -hmm. you know, we have our own kids in the future. Um, But I realize that that will happen when I'm in a space that that's the energy that I'm giving out. That level of positivity that I'm emitting is what someone who is in that same space will, you know, magnetically attract to me.
1: So you're focusing on you, Mm -hmm. which is great because you can't give if you're not, you know, if you don't know who you are, where you need to be, where do you need to be or where do you need to be in life to feel fulfilled, to feel confident in who you are and and what you can be to someone else. Mm -hmm. So it's good that you're taking that time and you've identified that as a space where it's like, I'm going to focus on me and be okay with it. Right. I'm making this choice. Nobody's making it for me. Right.
0: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not, you know, recalling these experiences with judgment, you know, where if somebody that I have been involved with in the past watches right. this and says, dang, she you know, she's dogging yeah. the hell out of everybody that she dated. It's not that. It's just mm-hmm. I'm committed to my growth and mm-hmm. the person that is is meant to be my partner right. is gonna be committed to their growth. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. someone to show it perfectly, but I'm not I'm not accepting a negative energy, that right. that low vibrational, dysfunctional, you know, right. all of that. I don't have space for it. Right. Yeah. And this is just me showing up for myself and, and really believing that I deserve the things that I want. I don't feel like God would have put these desires in my head and my heart right. if, if they weren't meant
2: to um, come to fruition. Right. Absolutely. Oh, girl, you are saying so much. I know. Today. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So to... I have a few more questions about dating. Yeah. Um, so one thing about me, I am a hopeless romantic. Okay. <laughs> <Of course>. uh, <laughs> so I want to know, one, the guys you have dated, this is a two-part question, it's kind of mm. all over the place, have they been, like, receptive towards you being a mom or having a kid already? And the second part of that, what is the best date you've been on since being a mom? Um, so
0: being receptive, I always like as far back as college, Mm -hmm. when the opportunity presented itself, I always wanted to date guys that already had children. Oh, wow. And I know that, um, that's odd because obviously that's something that most women today are like, no, I don't want to date somebody who has a kid, but, um, I like to date guys that have children because that lets me know what I have to look forward to. Okay. If I were to go down that road with them. Right. Um, I dated a couple of guys in college that had kids. And, you know, it's college, so it's only yeah. so much yeah, validity you can give to it. <laughs> but now as an adult, you know, especially living in a city like Atlanta, um, I, I take into consideration the ways that, these men show up in their own children's lives Mm -hmm. because if I see someone that is falling short, I'm probably not going to spend too much time with them and give them the opportunity to create a space for themselves in my life, Mm -hmm. especially because what I'm looking for in a partner is someone who is going to fill in the gaps for Avery. Right. Um, Right. So as far as someone, um, what did you say?
2: Uh, your your best date you've been on. Um, oh no, well there's
1: was, that hopeless romantic yeah. coming out. I just
2: want to know. I yeah. like all the you know we talked about some deep stuff, so I want some lighthearted yeah. stuff to you. Um, I
0: haven't really had. I haven't really been on like what I would consider to yeah. be an okay. amazing date. So if you haven't
2: been on one, then what is your dream date? Then <laughs> I have,
0: like. To go on a date where I don't have to plan okay, or figure out anything. Like, I want to dress up mm-hmm. and show up and enjoy myself.
2: You told what to do.
0: Yep. I don't want to have to figure out the restaurant. I don't want to have to. So it can be a restaurant. I mean, whatever it is. It do, okay. I'm, I'm not particular about stuff like that because I understand that in dating, people do what they can. Right. Um. I'm not even the type of person where I feel like somebody has to ball out on a, especially not like a first date. Yeah. You know, we all got lives and bills, so yeah. I'm not expecting somebody lives drop, and bills. <laughs> I'm not expecting somebody to drop, you know, bands or whatever right. on a date. But I just feel like something that I can tell you put some thought into. Right. That's mm-hmm. what really matters Intent. to me. Yeah. I'm, yeah, my, my dating experiences now are, are definitely intentional. Like,
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: They should be. Shoot. Who got time to waste? Right. And even when I've met, guys randomly who you know just approach me I let them know from the very beginning right if I don't feel the connection is right, right. or if I see things going left in a direction that I'm not going to go with you right mm-hmm. I'm not gonna waste your time I'm right I'm gonna let you know that I'm not going there yeah. yeah and I will politely uh I don't ghost people I politely let them know that this is the, the end of it. the road for me and
2: <laughs> I hope
0: that you can wish you well (laughs) yeah I wish you well basically so (laughs)
2: has anyone ever made it to the point of meeting Avery okay so
0: the way that I date is anybody can meet Avery because everybody's a friend Uh until they assert themselves as more than that and no one has asserted themselves so Avery is aware of a bunch of friends and she may ask about them and I you know if if it's somebody I'm not dealing with anymore then I'll just say oh we're not friends anymore and that's really just the end of it okay mm-hmm. so because um i don't i don't get much help right at, in parenting so i had to figure out a strategy where i'm not limiting my opportunities but mm-hmm. i'm also not um exposing her mm-hmm. to more than what she would need to see mm-hmm. so balance from her perspective these people are just friends okay yeah. Okay. And um, you know I don't, I I don't um, get affectionate with people right. with with guys in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah so what does that, that look like?
2: So if everyone's your friend, say like you have a Netflix and chill. I guess let's just say that if
0: something like that was gonna happen, it would be at either like at her bedtime. Sh- yeah, mm-hmm. after her bedtime or when she's gone with someone else for okay. the weekend. Because I have friends that will pick her up. Mm-hmm. You know. And want to take her to go places. do fun kid places that right. I definitely don't want to go. <laughs> so, you it's know, like, Yes, take her. Or people who have their own version of baby fever or kid mm-hmm. fever or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, oh, here, sure, take hey, it. Every- practice. <laughs> so, yeah, practice. For, yeah, for potentially intimate situations, right. usually she's not around for that. But for the mm-hmm. most part, if I'm just, if it's casual and nothing serious has been established, then, you know, whatever we can, if, if we're going to grab mm-hmm. something to eat, my daughter's with me. Keep it chill. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I even, I had an experience where, like, a guy that I had been seeing for a while came by my house and brought us breakfast. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was home, obviously. We had, you know, we were hanging out. And he took it upon himself to set that boundary where, yeah. you know, he was using the guest bathroom in the hallway as opposed to, like, the one in my bedroom mm-hmm. yeah. that he would normally use, which, you know, at first was a little odd to me, but uh, but I understood that, like, he he had respect yeah. for the situation that I'm in, and he knew, he accepted, he understood that the the perceived friend zone was right. where he needed to be if everybody was going to be around him to observe it. I like it. that, and yeah. he was a father as well? Yes.
2: Okay, that's right. good. So, all right. So I I like that. <laughs> I've never heard that perspective before. Yeah. It's mostly like, Like, they can't see my kids, or my kids can't see them, and Mm -hmm. vice versa. But if everybody's a friend, I I think that's okay, too. Like, whatever works for you. And that's it right there. What works
1: for you and not everybody else? Mm -hmm. What works for you and your child?
0: Oh, yeah. I've definitely received criticism from people who have intentions of protecting me and protecting Avery about, you know, she doesn't need to be meeting these guys. But, I mean, some of the guys that I've dated in the past are my actual friends. Right. So if i present everyone as a friend i don't feel like damage really can be done mm-hmm. yeah and um also just my desire in dating is to date someone who starts off as my friend yeah mm. um so that r- regardless of what happens between us the friendship will be honored yeah yeah whether we break up or you know go in different directions or whatever because we have established that friendship
2: the respect will always be there
1: i like that yes well I like that. Thank you so much, Christina.
2: Yes. This was, this was really good and eye-opening, and um, I really appreciate you being vulnerable, like I said earlier, uh, because I just feel like, you know, sometimes single moms get, like, a bad rep. Like, oh, the angry mom because the relationship didn't work out, or they just want to be the man and the mama too and things like that. And we don't always get to see this side of things, right? Um, so I think this would be really helpful for our single moms out there. What do you think, friend?
1: I think it'll be great. Yeah. I think it is great. And I'm happy you were able to really share your story and be vulnerable in that. Mm-hmm. And and really just talk about all the layers of your experience with being a single mama. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally, um I thank you and appreciate you for
0: that. Yeah. Thank you guys for allowing me to
1: share my story yeah of course course. that's why we have this platform Mm -hmm.
2: absolutely we'll be drinking (laughs) tonight
1: y'all know we coming with the mama juice Uh all right so today's episode's drink is called focus on me
2: Mm. can
1: you focus on me baby We are not <laughs> going to focus on Devin's singing right now. She has many basketball. octaves going on at one time. <laughs> um, but the name of this drink. So, Christina, you actually said this in in one of your responses to the questions. Is, is fo- you're focusing on you, mm-hmm. right? And for this drink, I'm, I'm going to tell you all the ingredients and then I'll tell you all. Um, my, I guess my little story behind this drink. Okay. So, or couples, I have two things actually to say. So, the drink has three strawberries muddled together with mint leaves, a half an ounce of lemon juice, and an ounce of simple syrup. So, you muddle all that together and, excuse me, a fourth of a lemon wedge. So, you have fresh lemon juice and then you also have a fourth of a lemon wedge. Muddle all that together. Then you add two ounces of whiskey, you put it in a shaker, shake it up real good, and you pour it over ice. I'm going to say that again because I know I mixed it up a little bit. So that's three fresh strawberries, Mm -hmm. mint leaves, a half an ounce of lemon, fresh lemon juice, a fourth of a lemon wedge, and an ounce of simple syrup muddled up together. Add two ounces of whiskey, shake it up together, pour it over ice. And if you want the mocktail version, you'll have those strawberries, you'll have those mint leaves, you'll have that fresh lemon juice, that fresh lemon wedge, and you you can add the simple syrup depending on where you are in your pregnancy. You can add the simple syrup, shake all that up together, pour it over ice, and you can add a splash of either lemon-lime soda or sparkling water.
2: Yes, and this is my type of drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good.
1: the reason why I said the focus on me, one, Christina's a whiskey drinker with me. Mm-hmm. So the whiskey and the strawberries, it's like, focus on me. Like, there's a lot going on in, in this drink, mm-hmm. but the strawberries is the star. It's yeah. like, focus on me, despite all of the other ingredients that are around it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is our mama juice for today. And it's
2: so tasty.
0: It gives me,
1: like, whiskey mojito. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't usually like mint, but I don't hate it here. (laughs) 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 I don't hate it in this drink. I actually like it. Yes. Yeah, so I love that. Wow,
1: I'm happy you like it, Christina.
0: Thank you. I feel special that you remember that I like whiskey. (laughs) Yeah, girl. We're intentional. we,
2: We are intentional about our drinks. And so far, knock on wood, (laughs) um, uh, <laughs> all of our drinks kind of aligned with our guest. Yeah. So yeah, we've been we've been hitting it on the head. Yeah, we're intentional. We're intentional, or well, at least try to be. There you go. We do try to be
1: intentional mm-hmm. about everything that we do.
2: So our next segment is Mama's Corner. Oh, Devin's is favorite my segment. Favorite. I know y'all hear that probably every time y'all listen to this <laughs> podcast, but it is my absolute favorite. I love reading the emails that we receive, the DMs, text messages or whatever, however you get us the information. Mm. I love it. It makes my day. like It really does. And I'm like, Kendra, we got Mama's Corner! <laughs> um, but sometimes when we have a guest, especially in person, um, we kind of mm-hmm. reflect a lot. Um, so keep sending in those uh, messages because we will read them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to be a little reflective with Christina, especially since she's so open about everything. Yeah. Um. So Mama's corner is a segment of our show when we are able to connect with our listeners so whether you want advice or want to give us advice if you have a mama hack you want to share if you want to vent about your toddler or teenager this is the spot or even for your you. grown child your grown child because i had them college kids be driving people crazy too
1: according to our parents we drive them crazy right, right. still
0: <laughs>
2: what 34 whole right exactly so um kind of want to be reflective with you and um to all our single moms listening out there what advice can you give them um just give them whatever it is that's on your heart that you would like to share that you feel like will be helpful for them in their journey um
0: first I would say to give yourself grace Mm -hmm. um don't beat yourself up about the way things happened or the past or the things that you're not so proud of. I would also suggest um, asking for help Mm -hmm. in whatever way you can, whether, you know, you invite someone over and don't tell them that you need help. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you call up your best friend and say, I really need you to come over and help me, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever way you can get help, don't be afraid to ask for it because these experiences are not... um, we're not supposed to go through them alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are people who obviously want to help if you open your mouth and ask for help. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then um, just enjoy the moments of growth mm-hmm. and and learning because no one's perfect. We're all human, and um, not not only learn from the experience you have, but enjoy the fact that you are learning and you are growing. Right. Mm. That's the space that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know, like, it's it's an emotional space, but mm-hmm. it's also something I'm really proud of.
1: And you should be.
2: Yes, you should be. Yes. you am come a long
1: way, so. Very proud of who you are, who mm-hmm. Avery is, and just, it's been fun being on this journey with you, too. Yeah. Watching her grow. I told you yes. my mama still called Avery. What, with that little girl that used to come? <laughs> I know, I need to reconnect with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> she asks about Avery a lot. She does. She said, I seen her on Facebook. She's just so grown
2: now. Mm, yes. You sound just like Mama <laughs> Jo. Just like her. Uh, well, thank you so really much, good. Christina. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So, for those who may want to connect with you, may have a question. May want some more advice from you um, since you were seven years in the game. May want to kick it. Right. They right. want to kick it. Maybe <laughs> may in Atlanta and be like, look, I'm looking for some single mom friends. Um, mm-hmm. How can they connect with you? How can they reach you? Where Are you, are you on socials? Are you off socials? Like, what's the best Email, way? Email, whatever yeah. works for you.
0: Um. I do have an Instagram. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's, I know you get off and on sometimes. So, yeah, yeah.
0: It's um, love underscore Christy 42. Okay.
2: So. um, And we'll have that in our description box too. Yeah. So, so if we'll you
0: come with a great vibe, then I'll probably <laughs> accept you and make friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have. My blog, I haven't written on it in a long time, but just um, the very beginnings of mm-hmm. my journey, I decided to write about them. Well, mm-hmm. actually, my therapist at the time told me that I needed like an outlet and mm-hmm. writing is my skill, mm-hmm. my, my superpower. So I started a blog. Um, it's on AverysMommy.com, mm-hmm. A-V-E-R-Y-S-M-O-M-M-Y.com um, slash blog. And um
2: I think that's it. All right. Okay. Well I love that. And yeah, we'll
1: have all that in the description box. Yeah. Thank you. So, so friend, to with you.
2: Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> How can the people find us on the socials? On the socials. <laughs>
1: We're at the real Mama Pod on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, what other socials? I think that's uh, yeah. it. I think that's all we got. <laughs> um, and my personal Instagram and Twitter handle is at Kendra Ferg underscore.
2: That's K E N D R A F E R G underscore. Okay, and I'm at Dove Grace underscore. So that's D E V as in Victor Grace G R A C E underscore um we also have mama merch check mm-hmm. out our website you can uh check out our website at www.therealmamapod.com if you want to write us to mama's corner feel free to do so and that <laughs> is at mama at and don't forget to write us a review yes. wherever you stream your um podcast from, write us a review. Like, we are always looking for ways to grow, feedback, all that. We love that. We really try to take your advice into consideration when Mm -hmm. we're doing new things and as you can see we started from just audio Mm -hmm. some sketchy audio to better (laughs) audio to video i'm pretty sure the video is gonna be kind of sketchy at first and then (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get a little better so just bear with us yes thanks for growing with us like we really appreciate y'all y'all have no idea we do this for y'all and then lastly, if you're in Atlanta, check out this beautiful home, uh, Cedar Mist Cottage. Um, and that information will be in our description box as well. We we'll guarantee you will love the space. It's yes. so cute. Yes. Yeah. I all think right. that's everything. I think we got it all covered. Well, thanks so much for <laughs> tuning in, whether you're watching on video or if you're listening. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love thanks you again, guys. Thanks again, Christina. Yeah, thank and you. thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Good night. Okay, bye. bye.